We are good. We are good. It is Wednesday, July 8th, I believe, right? Do I have that right? July 8th? Yes. I think I do. And it's Wealth Wellness Wednesday with, let's see, who am I am today? I'm the same person I am every day. Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss Life on Vero Beach with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva, Deadline Diva. And there, I think there was another diva in there somewhere yesterday. Divine Diva? Divine Diva. Okay, yeah, I'll go with that. Why not? Reporting to you live from the Circle of North Haven. Today, it's another overcast, uh, you know, expecting showers kind of a day. Um, but we are ready to rock and roll into Wellness Wealth Wednesday or Wealthy Wellness Wednesday. <laughs> and this morning, and I'm trying to um, pick it up on my cell phone, our post this morning obviously was about Wellness Wealth Wednesday. And actually, I'm going to pick it up on my computer. I'm not going to do a share screen, but so what I posted on our page this morning was, and what words came to me was distracted world. And of course, I open up my computer, getting ready to prepare the post. And I'm like, oh my God, heal the mind in a distracted world. Surprise an unexpected recipient on this Wellness Wealth Wednesday. Join us at 9 a.m. Okay, we're a few minutes late. As we dig deeper into why chaos has no place, no place in our mission and so much more. So I wanted to share that because I think it's a really good segue, especially with everything going on in our tumultuous world. And before we hopped on, I shared with my sister, that yesterday was a little difficult for me. It was a little, hmm, things were getting to me. So I always try to turn my pain or what I'm feeling that is disturbing in nature to me to something positive. So I did a lot of pivoted, pivoting thinking yesterday. But anyways, I am rambling, so I want to give my sister a chance to chat. You're not rambling. I was like into the moment of what you were telling me because I was I was thinking a lot of those same, same things as well. You know, when we think of wealth and we think of wellness, a lot of people don't connect the two. And they're very much intertwined in many ways. Um, <laughs> I was actually chatting this morning, and one of the reasons why I was late was a friend of mine had made a post about and this is how you know social media obviously just sucks you in right you're mm -hmm. like no 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 don't pick up the phone and obviously because we're in business and social media is a big part of what we do yeah get sucked in so of course i got sucked into a post that had to do with a, a person was supporting posting about supporting small businesses listed a lot of entrepreneurial direct sales companies and someone had posted in response to that that and, and listed quite a few companies. Obviously, uh, the ones that came to mind were um, the, the, the nail one. What is the one that one that we're connected with? She does the nails. Uh, what are they called? Color Color Street Nails. Yes. Yeah. So Color Street Nails was listed. Unique. Uh, I believe. I'm not sure about Pampered Chef. It might have been Avon, Lavelle, um, a whole bunch of them. And the person that was responding categorized them 
into uh, the pyramid scheme, I guess, division. That, that's kind of how she, she didn't use the word division. I think she, category, maybe it was category. And I always get, I always laugh when someone uses and floats around the world pyramid, pyramid scheme because while years ago, and there's still a few companies that try to have that, I guess, pyramid scheme type of setup, pyramid schemes are illegal. So my point being was that while they're illegal and you're associating these really good other good companies, and she was basically, basically saying, well, I'd rather support a local store, buy my product, get a receipt, be able to return it. Now, most people, you know, shop at Wally World, I do, which that's going to be a hard adjustment to not shop there, is one of the ones I'm considering. But a, a lot of companies do have a lot of China manufactured, made in China items. So my, my point of her post was, well, first of all, these companies are, these companies are not, quote, pyramid scheme, pyramid scheme companies don't exist in reality, they're illegal. And if a, a company pops up with that plan, they're gonna get shut down obviously because they're illegal. So the companies she listed are not. So my point was that the American dream to provide value to someone that would like to be their own entrepreneur or their own CEO, joining a direct sales company, and these, all these companies are legal companies, they are not pyramid scheme companies, that gives them the least amount of financial risk to start up a business. And my other point to my post was that some of these other companies that you go to are actually doing a lot of merchandising business or have merchandise that is in fact manufactured and made in China. The point being the American dream, being an entrepreneur, do your own thing. And because you have that money mindset, especially with, with Wealth and Wednesday and Wellness Wednesday. You combine the two because the fact is that the more money you have, the more you can impact charities, the more that you can help others, the more that you can really impact the world. And that is a good thing for your, your mindset, which also leads into your wellness. So they're all intertwined. So she kept, she was giving me some legal codes and you know, I said, well, you're, you're, you're losing credibility by you know, categorizing all these companies that you're listing as pyramid scheme companies because they're not. So I was asking her a little bit more information. She got a little testy and you know, then, you know, the, you know calling me, you know, you know, I'm not intelligent, I'm stupid, ignorant, you know, the whole normal social media baiting nonsense, which is, we know is not good for your health and wellness. So I said to her, you're not answering my question. So my question back to her was, what are your credentials? Because I would be interested to be seen to actually chat with, you know, my lawyer and, and my accountant to say, this is what this person is saying. These are her credentials. What can you tell me? That's how we learn. It's called dialogue, communication back and forth. But it also brought me right back to a post that Ray Higdon did yesterday about, you know, the people that want to social media argue, they're not worth your time. So I, you know, quickly just said to her, hey, really, it's okay. Don't, don't answer my question. I'm all good. I got, I got somewhere else to be at the moment. And I think what people don't correlate 
that when you get into that kind of seg, you know, that, that kind of dialogue or argument, whatever you want to call it on social media, you're not, you're not doing yourself any justice. So I immediately backtracked and said, yeah, thanks for the info. No, thanks. Like, ciao, I'm out of here. Because it's so easy to be a keyboard bully. And the, the point is, in order to have great dialogue to keep it healthy and keep your mindset well and feel good, is mature dialogue. But social media sometimes cannot provide that because people, you know, come off as know-it-alls. And I don't have a problem chatting with a know-it-all. Just, just give me information. Let me know so I can enlighten myself. Like I'm, I'm always open to learning something, but I'm not going to be insulted five times before I get to the answer. I, I don't have time for that. It's not good for, for, you know, anyone. So when I think of Wealth Wednesday and what you were feeling yesterday and you, you know, you, you have to pivot, you have to learn and appreciate that while social media is a great tool, it's a great tool for entrepreneurs for speakers, for, for any kind of really segue into any kind of profession, you have to kind of pick and choose what is worthy of your time because your time equates to your wellness. How are you spending your time? Are you spending it with being postured and knowing your beliefs and kind of going off of that and, and connecting with other human beings that are like-minded? Or are you gonna waste your energy on someone that might still, you know, have some factual information, but they can't even get to it because they're too busy insulting and or baiting someone into an argument. And I think that's what kind of gets lost on social media. What do you think? I, I really do think so. That is true. And, you know, one post that I saw yesterday, I think it was Gary's cousin. Um, I saw it a couple times. I'm trying to find it. Um, was about the NFL. Oh yeah, I actually posted about that this morning. What did he? Ha yeah, what did he I, have I to started say? to um, to read that. I haven't read the whole thing, but um, just bear with me a second here. Let's see. It was fun. The NFL. Don't watch. Don't go. Don't buy. Don't discuss. It's not about football anymore. It's not. No, it's not. And I, and I think I actually saw an interesting piece that I wanted to share um, because it is Wealth Wednesday and, and things that people have the ability and the power because they have the money to do it. And where are they focusing their hard-earned money and or corporate money uh, you know, into positive things that are going to help unify instead of divide? So I was listening to a piece last night and it happened to be the connection between the NBA, Nike, and China. And, you know, unbeknownst to a lot of Americans, you know, obviously the NBA has ties to China, you know, they play games over there, whatnot, but I did not realize the dollar amount and the pandering that the NBA is actually now doing with China. It's ludicrous. So between, um, actually Nike just put out a report of their losses and they're tremendous. And the reason being is they're also connected with the NBA, the NFL or whatever, obviously their apparel. 
and where those mar those particular divisions of sports are not doing well, obviously for the first and foremost because the seasons had to, you know, end abruptly like the rest of the economy in the world during this pandemic. They've lost a lot of revenue, yet they're now pandering to the Chinese government, which we already know. If you don't know people, it's a communist country. And they, they're talking about that the deal that they have, the partnership that the NBA has with Nike along with China is like over $5 billion. And I'm not sure if it's Nike in just China or Nike NBA in China, but it was all, I have to actually re, re, reinvestigate what I was listening to. But I was shocked that they're more interested. And I believe the NBA commissioner came out and spoke, you know, we're working with China, you know, to, you know, and I'm, I, and I was listening to this clip and I was like, what? You know, you've got American companies or American sports and they're more interested and concerned about their partnership with China than the division that they're creating within our own country. That's, that's what their money is going for instead of, you know, uniting people. Sports has been such an uh, instrumental amount in our families growing up with dad. You know, watching baseball, watching football, wa watching basketball. Not so much your dad wasn't really into basketball. I was always into basketball. But, you know, we, we always utilized that time. It was reverend almost. You went to church on Sunday and you just got home and you watched football, baseball, whatever it may be. We all had our different, you know, favorite, favorite clubs and or teams. You know, there was that ongoing rivalry, but it was all healthy things and activities that united people. So now when I look at where the, the sports community is now, it, to me, it's all about pandering. And it's, you know, now there's two national anthems and I started scrat scratching my head. Like, so what does that mean? You know, then it's, you know, the NBA put a list of, approved phrases that you know some were fine but some were definitely leaning in a certain direction and i thought the one word to me should have just been unity you know that you know this country allows them to get paid very very well from from whether you're an athlete's perspective and or a ceo of one of these sports teams america affords you entrepreneurship to be that owner yes obviously within each sports they have their own set of guidelines and rules within their you know nba nfl whatever it may be nba however your your time is now spent with pandering to china while you're simultaneously creating division in our country how does that work uh that's kind of effed up Let's just be real here. Um, you know, I, I think that it's focusing too much. Everybody wants to follow what is the popular thing. Yes, very well, true. Let's get back to the basis, right versus wrong, good versus evil. Yes, of course, there is a lot of division in this country. Yes, there's so many things that we need to work on. So many things that you know, I, I don't even have time to even list all of them, but we are a country found on our history, good, bad, and indifferent. 
you know, the toppling over of statues, is my, it, it still does pain me. I have to admit that. But funny that you brought that up about the, the outrage, or, or I should say from, from the opposite side, the, the, the Marxist organization of the BLM, and that's what I call them. It does not mean, you know, I've, I've got to kind of reiterate that over and over again. I do support, you know, ending racism, you know, law enforcement reform, all of those things. Absolutely. I'm right there for the lives of blacks. Absolutely. I'm not for the organization. And that's two different things. And that always gets mirrored into one. It is not. You can support one side and not support the organization. Because the, the organization for me is nothing but violence. And they're actually being exposed more and more. There's some great civil rights leaders that are exposing them right now for what they, what they actually stand for. And it's anti-America, everything. However, I thought it very ironic. There was a couple, and I don't remember because the, the clip came on really quick. I don't remember the city, uh, but there was, I don't know if it happened in DC or whatever, somebody had painted and it was government quote approved or local government approved Black Lives Matter. And so a couple went in and I believe it was California actually, now that I think about it, painted, painted over that. And they were charged. They were charged with uh, a crime, a hate crime. So a lot of people said, well, you know, they should have been charged with graffiti. I'm like, I don't even think I would have done that. I mean, you know, to me, your first amendment right to speak or whatever. I mean, so if, if you're going to charge them, are you charging all the people that spray painted all over these very expensive monuments? Now I do agree with the removal, the proper removal of some. The, di the different ways there are proper ways to do that right put them in a museum so you're still intact keeping the history intact you know the 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 harsh parts about our history because you want to you always want to understand where you came from and how you got there and if you eliminate and you start cherry picking which statu statues are okay you're re trying to reinvent history and you can't do that you can't re like you can't reinvent someone's past you could only go forward you can't reinvent a country's history you can only go forward so i thought it very ironic that they're charged now and they're charged pretty heavily from from a hate crime and and I, I just, it seems there's so much cherry picking going on of what's relevant, what isn't relevant. You know, one side does this, another side may do the same thing, but yet they're, they're charged. And I don't think painting over something on a tarred, you know, street is as destructive and or violent as toppling down a monument. Like, come on, people. And I think, what, I think what truly is happening is people on both sides are being awakened because they want unity. Party aside, people want unity. They want peace. They want love. They want, you know, they, they, they don't want government, you know, the thumb on government, you know, on, on our personal lives in the, in the way that some states are now doing. And it's a turnoff. It's, not only is it a turnoff, it makes you feel like, okay, big brothers watch me 24 seven now, which let's in reality, they are because they can track everything that you do on your phone. And that is the whole point about the whole tracking thing. So I think where you're in power, if you are a, you know, 
sports conglomerate, a huge corporation where you can really impact our world, impact our culture, impact, you know, our citizens. I don't see a lot of them using the phrase unite. What can we do to unite people? What can we do to bring people together? What can we do to go forward? Because I'm looking at the protests now, not the violent ones. Obviously, I don't consider those protests. I consider those domestic violence. The protests now, where does it go from there? Is anyone sitting, and I've talked about this before, is anyone sitting around the table, the round table and having discussion? Do we have comprehensive you know, reform plans for not only, not, not only law enforcement, you could actually apply that same scenario because racism exists in all areas of corporations and businesses. It's not just law enforcement. And you're also getting quite a few conservative black Americans that are tired of being put in that category of this hate. And they're speaking out, that is a good thing. They're saying, no, I am not you know, uh, oppressed. I have the right to put my pants on just like a white person on, go out to work just like a white person can do or Latino or Puerto Rican or Spanish or Asian or whatever it may be. I don't want to be lumped into a category. And what I also find interesting is with wealth with wealth is the ones that are complaining a lot and doing this pandering of their movement. A lot of them are on food stamps. So you, you hate our government. You want to you know, tear down our flag. You want to tear down our monuments, but you have no problem getting that EBD credit card or whatever they get. You have no problem with that. You have no problem with the stimulus check. You have no problem with being on food stamps. And I'm not saying that's a negative thing. I know many entrepreneurs that were on food stamps and worked their butts off and now are self-made in themselves with a company and or them, their own business. So that does not define you, but if you're going to take, if you're going to support a movement and, and speak your mind against the same country that is helping you in your time of need, I don't get it. There's so much I can say. There's a lot of sparring going on. For those of you that don't know what I mean when I say sparring, spewing pompous ass rhetoric yeah yeah and i think we have to do better i think we can do better mm -hmm. i think as a country as a people we can do better and you have to correlate that how is that affecting my 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 wealth how is that affecting my wellness they're all intertwined and the the quote that i wanted to uh that i heard yesterday from ray higdon if you don't know who ray higdon is message me he's a mastermind with entrepreneurs. He said, you don't owe people that argue with you on social media your time. Choose wisely. So as I was, you know, getting into it, I thought, stop, take Ray's advice, choose wisely. Even though I knew from my perspective that I was asking her a great question because I really wanted to know and she couldn't give it to me. She was too busy, you know, citing codes and you know, calling me names instead of giving me, you know, direct information. That is okay. And I said, that's okay. You, please, you don't have to answer me. Like, delete, delete, delete. So I think, you know, we're all human beings. We have to be mindful of that. We have to be mindful of who we're connecting with, who we're spending our time with, not only in social media, but in our everyday lives. 
And when it comes to our wellness, it does impact us. So we want to make sure that, yes, we want to be informed. We want to also engage. We also want to be involved to help with unity, to help communities that need them, to volunteer, to pay it forward, to be kind. We got to make sure that we choose things wisely because it's not good for our overall health and wellness. It just isn't. So true. And I would love to share with everyone, this is a little off topic. That's okay. We do that often. We do. Yes, we do do that often. We cover a different array of subjects, as we all know. And we started this podcast on May 4th. And I just want to go over the history of Two Sisters. And it started out as Two Sisters and a book. And it's still that, but we decided to condense the name. We thought that was a good idea. Um, Two Sisters in a Book started, I think it was April 26th or 27th. Mm-hmm. A couple of days later, I mentioned, hey, we should start a podcast. And you were like, yeah, go ahead. Set it up. So today's episode, okay, we've been doing podcasts since May 4th. Two months already. Holy moly. I didn't realize that. Guess what today's episode, how many we've done? I don't know. You're going to surprise me because I'm a number person. It's going to connect somehow. 55. The double nickels. The double nickels. Wow. Right. And when we started this out, obviously we were in the midst of COVID-19. It was before all the other stuff transpired, but you know, I'm real excited about that because we have an opportunity to make a difference. And we always talk about making a difference. And, you know, sometimes like we do cover sensitive topics. Um, and we said that initially going in, we don't know sometimes where the conversation is going to lead, but we will always remain open, mindful, and stay true to ourselves and true to our mission, which is helping others. And Absolutely. And then there's something to say that, you know, being authentically you has its bumps, bumps and bruises. Sure. And that, that, that is part of, part of the journey. And I think what we have learned and through the whole process, which we, we really get into with our book, which we're working on that, we're getting closer. It really underestimates the power of the voice in some regards that people think like does my voice really count of course it counts you know is as long as you're being authentically you with the bumps and bruises with the pivots that you have to make bumps and bruises of developing a podcast of developing what we're developing that's part of the journey and we always really try, regardless of what the subject is, it always really boils back to health and wellness. Because in all honesty, and we both agree with this, and this is why it meshes so well, without health and taking care of your own health and your own wellness, you might as well hang it up. You're not going to be able to pivot in the way that you, know, you have to pivot in life today. Life, news, New cycles, what's going on in our world, what's going on in our personal lives, change in a second. Change Mm -hmm. in a second. And are you not only healthy in your gut health and your overall health, are you healthy in the mind with your wellness, that you're postured, that you feel good enough and strong enough 
to say with, with pure conviction, this is how I feel, but also embrace that it's not always going to be embraced and or accepted. And that is okay. Not everyone can do that. So a lot of people will ask, well, why, why now? Why, you know, at the time we just knew we wanted to do it. We did not know how many people would be impacted, how many people enjoy it. I actually uh, ran into a neighbor and said, Hey, you didn't, uh, you didn't upload, you know, episode, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Hey, I, I'm not in control. My sister is, I'll tell her. So it, it is funny how, the, and these are people that are not even on Facebook. So while those are on Facebook, can, you know, you're actually hearing and seeing our podcast live. We have a great audience of others that are on all the different channels that listen. So we know, you know, we have stepping stones to the ultimate legacy that we want to leave this earth with, but it, this is one of our stepping stones. It's one of our platforms. And I'm so proud of you for kind of jumping in into the control area because that is not my forte. Anyone that knows me knows that. I'm willing to learn and Janice is willing to have the patience to, to teach me, which takes a lot of patience. Um, but that you know we both add different value to what we're doing and the end game really where there is no end game but the goal that we're striving for is to impact to share health and wellness to share how your voice matters and how you can do it respectfully even if you disagree it all begins with dialogue no matter what where we are in our world where we are with you know, feelings of what is going on in our environment, what is going on with different racial issues that, you know, we're trying to solve law enforcement, country, government, you know, elections. It's okay to disagree, but you got to have the respectful, open dialogue because that's what's going to still keep your, your mind sharp and, and feeling overall health and wellness. Absolutely. And on that note, I just want to remind everybody, we are found on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Overcast, and I am in the midst of trying to figure out how to get us onto iTunes. It's a little bit more in depth. So, you know, I'll be researching that as well. Who knows when that will happen? And we're also thinking about YouTube, too. Yes, yes. We have a working session next week that we have to schedule up, and we'll be talking about that and when we're going to have that implemented. So, there's so many different things going on. Wellness Wealth Wednesday. How are you going to pivot your health, body, mind, and soul, and how you can be the change and help be a part of the goodness in all of us? Reporting to you live from North Haven on the circle. Yesterday, I said the circus. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it was yesterday. <laughs> I love it. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, along with... Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, live from Vera Beach, where the palm trees are flowing. I hate to tell you, but it is a blue sky. But we have been getting downpours in the afternoon. And you know what? That's God's way of cleaning the air, watering the plants, and giving us a break from the sun. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just need that. But anyways, you great guys have a great Wellness Wednesday. Do something kind. Pay it forward. Pass along a smile. Peace and love. Peace and love. Have a great day, everyone.